There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show. It's the Pick 6 Podcast, a podcast in which guys occasionally pick games correctly, but for the most part, they don't. And a former producer attacks current producers of the radio show. That's essentially what this is. But this is one of the rare weeks <laughs> where we're above 500 as a group. Producer Joe and G-Unit, 4-2, and two, and the weatherman. 5-0 and oh, as we record this, and he's still waiting on Georgia, minus 6.5 against whoever they are playing. Is that Baylor? I'm playing Baylor, too. Thank you very much. There's our Georgia Bulldog producer, Joe. So the weatherman, who as of this moment is 44-57, and 57, which means he was 39-57 and 57 going into the week, is now kind of peacocking around a little bit that he went... At this moment, undefeated. Of course, coincidentally, it's the week in which he hadn't sent the picks over, and I had to record it to get it to Pete. So I'm sitting in my basement on Christmas morning with a two-year-old, and I go, hold on a second. I got to go downstairs to just pick football games and send them to Gangster Pete. I'm sure Gangster Pete's thrilled to be uploading it on Christmas Day. Um, but the weatherman hadn't sent his picks. Now, in fairness to the weatherman, we didn't say we were going to send them out that early. And the weatherman did. Pete and I can vouch for this. He did send the picks in advance of the games. Can confirm that. Uh, who was he on? He was on Iowa minus two. He was on Notre Dame minus three and a half. He was on Illinois over. Uh, I like that one, too. Uh, he was on the Falcons against the Buccaneers, and he was on Clemson minus two. So the weatherman went 5-0, and oh, and he's got Georgia. Um, so it's been an absolutely terrible year for the weatherman, but he has had a good week. And then producer Joe and G, you know, both four and two gentlemen you guys are the ones with the wager so i don't feel like it's my place to say how many games we're picking if i were involved because i am a, a man who is no, a synonymous actually i think with with fairness uh, with justice that i would say this is a four game slate but because producer joe is trailing june and whatever wager you guys have Joe wants six games, just smart on Joe's part. And G-Unit, who I guess is just so confident, it's like, fine, we can pick six games, even though uh, that benefits Joe to get an additional two games on a slate that I don't even know what, what we have to work with outside of the wild card weekend games. Are there, are there bowl games after New Year's Day? Well, we've got the New Year's Day games and then uh, wild card. There's stuff today. I mean... Right, but European, I mean, we usually put this thing up on Thursday. That's why, that's why I'm asking. Oh, I was going to post it today. All right, fair enough. Doesn't matter to me. Young boys? What's that, Pete? Yeah, there, huh? there's, there's a full day of soccer tomorrow. <laughs> that, that'll benefit you, G-Unit. I, so I haven't gotten the Weatherman's pick, so I just need to find games and pick them. And I'm the leadoff man, so I will find games, and I will pick. The weird thing is, I think I picked some games when I was doing it on Christmas that are playing today. You did. I did. Oh, good. So, so don't allow me. Your picks are on here, too. Uh, Navy plus one and Kentucky plus two and a half. N taking a, a service academy is a very public move, uh, but I like it. And what was the other one, uh, Pete? Kentucky plus two and a half. 
They're about to start in 30 minutes. I, I, I like the Kentucky play as well, I like but I think one I'm too. one in three. You like Kentucky as well? Um, so that is, uh, that's for last week's picks for this week. Let me take a gander and make my picks and then let you boys do the heavy lifting. I am looking at games now for the very first time. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a firsthand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy, I've got a lady, I'm good, I don't really care to talk about insurance, it's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever, and that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way, and then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019, and the basement's flooded, and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ballgame. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. He's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just... It's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the, on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope he does okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments, so you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Uh, Michigan, Alabama, I will go with the over of 59 because I think it'll go under. So I will go with the <laughs> over of 59. Uh, I will take Wardam Eagle. Minus seven against Minnesota for a public special. Um, I will take Oregon plus three against Wisconsin. And uh, let's see, the Georgia one, I guess, is by definition already on our slate. Uh, So I'll stay away from that. But he didn't pick an over-under on that one. And I will go Georgia-Baylor over 42 and a half. How many games have I picked? How many picks have I made? Oh, wow, that is a great. Oh wow! Oh, that's a forty-two problem. and a half. I mean, that is a goofy line. It's Here's 40, what I'm going to tell it's people: forty-one right now. Oh wow! What is going on? Really? Because uh, don't we use scores and odds.com? Is that what you? Uh, oh, don't we use no, that? Yeah. Okay, I know what yeah. you're saying. Oh, yeah, well, the, the scores and odds says at forty-two and a half. And great, I'll take my forty-one. Here's what I've observed: it's it's a very brief kind of casual observation of bowl season. Teams who are known for not scoring many points go into bowl season, and for whatever reason, they put up a bunch of points. They I saw Michigan up. State do it. We saw it yesterday with Cal and Illinois. Those are two low-scoring teams, usually. Uh, and I feel like there was another example, and I can't think of it. Florida last night put up a bunch of points. Um, so anyway, 
that's my thought process. But I mean, honestly, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, and I just looked at the games for the first time. So I, honestly, I'm here to listen to Joe bitch about Iggy and, and Plowboy and, and then set you guys up for your picks. That's what essentially I'm doing. Uh, but there are my, was that five? I didn't get them all. I was going to go back and listen. Okay. <laughs> Let me revisit them for you. I have to remember what I picked, though. Michigan, Alabama over. Wardam Eagle minus seven against Auburn or against Minnesota. Uh, Oregon plus three against Wisconsin. And the Baylor, Georgia over a 41. That's four. That's four. Thank you. That's four. And now I need to, uh, I guess I'll go look at uh, the NFL. Um, and for whatever reason, the damn games aren't coming up. I apologize. It's a terrible podcast. And that Georgia Baylor game is is in the dome in New Orleans. I mean, forty one. I just think Georgia's going to score and is in message sending mode after the debacle in the bowl last year, and I just think they're going to beat the hell out of them. And Baylor can put up some points. I I agree. I decided something. I don't think you see Georgia's going to do the thing where they win like twenty to nothing. I just think they're. I just think it's going to be. I would have bet anything that line was over fifty. Uh, I I see it because because of their defense. Joe, but, what say you on that line? If you want to sweetheart tease uh, it, get that down to 29, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. This would I, be I, I, huge. Uh, that, that, I tell I, you And I'll what. take the Bills plus two and a half, Pete, to round out my five picks. Gotcha. This, Thank you. I, I'm going to now look in the sweetheart plus teaser. plus 100. You're going to look at sweetheart teasers with college are black tar heroin, sir. Just sweetheart that teasers one. And with then college. go to the NFL. All right. All right. So what do we get? What is, we got 12 points, three teams? Uh, four, four teams. teams. Four teams. Yeah. Maybe I'll do the 10.3 team. And get it down to 31, huh? Yeah. Uh, G-Unit, you are up next. What do we got? Can't pick the Panthers this week. Can't pick the Ravens this week. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor. But then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. Again, plenty of people can know but cares. And Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. Or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Uh, all NFL. I like Houston money line, minus 145. They're sitting mm, at minus. Just kind, of, just kind of making money line plays. Now, this is a guy who's, wow. who's, who's three up with, with four holes to play, I notice. That's what I would describe this Yeah, 52.9% on the season on advertised pod picks. We're getting to the point where we're almost making money. You know, generally speaking, people say 55% is when you become a professional gambler. But in reality, it's about 53% is the break-even point. Maybe a tad under, so I may be at it. But, I, you know, I, I don't want to brag or anything about it. What was I last year, Pete? Maybe about 50%. Right at 50. Yeah, yeah. So, Houston money line, minus 145. Uh, they're minus two and a half versus Buffalo at home. I like them to win this game, but boy, does Buffalo play some some close games. And, and uh, neither of these teams have been especially impressive lately. Uh, but I think Houston gets a boost from J.J. Watt. 
And that home field's just tough to get away from. 58% of the public's on the Bills. I want to bet the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I want to see what odds I get on that. What do you think the odds are on that? I just look like, I think yeah, plus, plus, plus 4,500, maybe. I oh, think really, that's worth me throwing. You know, bucks but, but the sweetest uh, sweetheart, or the sweetheart, sweetest sweetheart, uh, sweetie, the the, <laughs> the, well the, the the best odds, I think, the sexiest are Titans, plus Titans. 7,500. Yeah. Bills are plus 3,500. Plus thirty five hundred, yeah. So Titans plus seventy five hundred and boy on uh, the site we're talking. I don't know what you're looking at. I see Bills plus five thousand. Uh, I was just looking at a tweet that oh, okay. G Unit posted earlier. Oh, and yeah. the Titans are plus four thousand along with the Eagles and Texans. I mean, you can't there's not many hotter teams than the Titans right now. And they're playing a, a bad New England team. So if they can get out of New England with a win, boy. I mean I, I mean the Titans were playing the Texans second string this weekend. Oh, right. No, but I mean, what were they, 7-1 and one in their last eight or something like that? I understand. I understand. I mean, they're I mean, pretty just, tough. But yeah, anyway. I, I do agree, though, that they're playing a very vulnerable team in the first round. That's 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 for certain. Well, that goes into my second pick. So, number one, I got Houston Moneyline minus 145. I mean, I like Houston minus 2.5, but it makes more sense to take the money line given how close this game will probably be. Uh, number two, Tennessee, plus 4.5. It was plus 5 last night, moved to 4.5, kind of been bouncing around. At New England, I love this game. I mean, the, the one of the main things that New England generally has in these playoffs is uh, the weather in Boston. But this weekend, this Saturday at 7.15, when they play, it's going to be 59 degrees, partly sunny. I mean, so the weather is out as a factor. And Tennessee's just a better team. Last week, New England had a must-win against Miami, and boy, they did not win. And that was embarrassing, and I, I just don't think they have it this year. But since everyone's saying that, it's a little bit of a worry. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those situations where New England probably comes back and beats the shit out of, out of Tennessee. But I'm going to take Tennessee plus four and a half. Number three, take the over in that game. 44, that's going to tick up to 46 by kickoff. I guarantee that. That's a unit guarantee. So take the over at 44 in New England, especially with the weather. I bet you it comes out as a slow start. But then they pick it up in the second half. So the second half over, if you're a little worried at a 10 to 7 halftime game, do some live betting and hammer that second half over. 44 for the game. Number four, New Orleans, Minnesota, 49 over. I like this to be about a 34-28 game. They're in the dome. And 67% of the public is on the Saints. So I'm taking Minnesota at plus seven and a half. That's my fifth pick. There you go. There it is. Producer Joe, the action is on you. Uh, first game up. Uh, although I am slightly concerned with Georgia missing, I believe, 60% of their offensive line, uh, I'm going to take the Bulldogs minus five uh, against Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. I do like the total, but once again, that offensive line not, not being all intact. Plus, there's some injuries on the defense. Uh, I, I do think there's something to the, the Matt rule and which NFL job is he going to take. I think just recently he had turned down the Cleveland job, but he could still be in on the Giants and or the Panthers. I think that, that kind of weighs on some 18- to 22-year-olds, whether their head coach is going to be back or not. And it's so much later than will usually happen in these games. Uh, I will take the Bulldogs and building towards next year. Next up, I'm going the other way of G-Unit, and it's not just to make up ground. Uh, but I do like the Patriots 
not necessarily because I think the Patriots are good. And offensively, they've looked so bad the second half of the season. But I have zero faith in Mike Vrabel and the Titans in the postseason. I don't have any faith really in in Vrabel during the regular season. And on top of it, the numbers of Belichick assistance against uh, his former team is absolutely disgusting. Uh, it's, it's almost like uh, Nick Saban's assistance when they play against him later on. That's that's a good point. Good. Maybe maybe the top three point you've made all season, Joe. That's, oh wow, that's a compliment a, from G Units. Somewhat backdoor, but nonetheless, that's interesting. I, I hadn't considered that, but it's certainly true. Well, the, the truth of the matter, though, is is look at who the assistants were that have played against him. It's like Romeo Cornell, garbage. Mike or Mark Mangino, not Mangino, uh, Mangini. He wasn't any good when he went to the Jets. It's not like he, he a bunch of guys have left there and have been successful. They just it hasn't happened. Brable, uh, he's destroyed Bill O'Brien when they've played against him, and then uh, I don't know if he played against Josh McDaniels that year when he was. Or year I think and a half the Lions coach gave him a really weird loss last year, right, or two years Patricia, ago. Patricia, yeah. yeah, Patricia, but like. And, and I realize that more cases than not, when these teams are hiring new head coaches, they weren't good to begin with. It's not as though a guy wins 12 games and decides he doesn't want to coach anymore. A lot of these ch- teams are you're taking over a bad place because they were unsuccessful before. But, yeah, uh, Belichick hammers his former assistants. Uh, next up, I'm taking the Seahawks on the road at the Eagles minus two. Just too many guys. Like, it's, it was cool and watching guys off the street. You know, scoring points against the Giants this past week, and the Eagles have managed to get in themselves into the postseason. But I think the Seahawks end up being too much for them there. Uh, I'm taking the Whiskey Oregon over 52 in the Rose Bowl. And then finally, my last play is uh, I am taking Gary Woodland this week, plus 1,500 at the Century Tourney of Champions. Uh, granted, the 2020 season is very, very, very young at this point. But he's had three top tens. Last year, he came in second in this tournament, lost by a stroke to Xander Shoffley. Xander had to go out and fire a 62 in the fourth round to win by one stroke over Gary Woodland. There is a history of success with Gary Woodland there. It is a bomber's course. The only place that Gary Woodland's picking up strokes on the field is off of the tee. This tournament sets up perfectly for him. And it's a value play at plus 1,500. I mean, there's, there's a lot of value in finding him. I think DJ is probably the tournament favorite, I think. And he's probably sitting around plus 800. I like Gary Woodland this week. Uh, all right, Producer Joe with Gary Woodland as he tries to catch the unit. And there's the strategy. I like the strategy. Might as well fire the bullet of a big payoff. Uh, all right, uh, my lock of the week. I'll go with the uh, uh, over of the Bills and Texans, 43. There it is. Uh, G-Unit. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast, so make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. I am going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles at home, plus two versus Seattle. Sunday, 340 game. And this, I hate this pick because that's a shocker, really. I'm a big Russ guy. I love Russ, and I, and, and I hate this pick. But from a Vegas perspective, boy, 
there's just flashing red lights all over Philadelphia this week. 87% of the public is on Seattle. I mean, all the the <laughs> stories say Seattle's this magical team. They 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 come out when it's when it they're pinned against the wall, but they got to go on the road in Philadelphia, and, and and no one seems to be accounting for how difficult it is to play there. And in the last five games, I mean, Philadelphia, well, their last four, they're four and zero, and the game before that, they lost on the road by by less than a touchdown. But in the last five, Seattle, they're, they're two and three. And they lost by two touchdowns to Arizona two weeks ago at home. So I, I just they were think, four and four at home this year. I think right. Our, our, uh, Seattle was four and four at home, which would then speak to the fact that on the road they didn't quite have as many problems. Well, yeah, that, I think that you're exactly right on that. But all that's the thing. So many of their games were close. What what were they ten and one in one score or less uh, games or games decided on the last drive? I mean, that's just a, a statistical anomaly that, that wouldn't be able to be repeated. I mean, you, you like to say it's because Russ is so damn good. Um, but, you know, this this game, I think, is going to be very difficult for Seattle. I sure hope they win, but with, with a 42-degree day, 0% chance of precipitation, by the way, in Philadelphia, but in a, in a chilly day in Philadelphia and those tickets out of the four stadiums those are the most expensive tickets going right now they're the hottest ticket of the four and by a by by a long shot i mean they they're costing the most money and that means people want to be in this stadium and i'm telling you you got to take philadelphia and the points unfortunately i love you russ i love you on the off chance he's a listener yeah <laughs> It has been made clear that G-Unit... I'm sure Sierra listens. I I agree with that. Uh, Producer Joe, what do you have? Uh, Tottenham over? Uh, No, actually, it is a 2 o'clock game tomorrow, which falls fairly nicely. I think we've got two noon starts in bowl games and two 4 o'clock starts. Uh, So uh, you uh, you can load up a little bit. Manchester United and Arsenal tomorrow... Uh, I'm going over three there. I was 2-0 and with my soccer plays last week. It's a difficult time of the year, but United rested some players uh, over the weekend with the hopes that Paul Pogba will be able to play tomorrow. Anthony Martial firing on all cylinders. Marcus Rashford playing very, very, very well. Uh, and Arsenal defensively are just so bad. Um, it, it's a great thing because, well, fuck Kroenke. But uh, right now they just hired Mikel Arteta as a new manager last week yet are sitting, I believe, 12th right now in the league, uh, closer to relegation spots than the top four at this point, uh, and they just can't defend. And it's not as though United are great defensively. They kept a clean sheet over the weekend, but they have a tendency to leak a goal here or there as well. So over three in that game uh, tomorrow afternoon. Minus 135. Mm. Yeah. Better get Gary oh. Winland going. Yeah, you, 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 you can't win this contest <laughs> taking minus 135 wow, favorites. Wow, wow, Joe. wow. We got to start doing some. I'll help. <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about this next week after Gary Woodland cl- cleans things up uh, in Hawaii. Yes, they got to go put night. Gary Woodland on some DraftKings teams. What, what are the odds on Gary Woodland? What well, is- uh, fifteen hundred? You you took a plus fifteen hundred? I did. Were you I mean, not listening? Like, no, I, I, I tell you, I, I, it's not a big golfer. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I, this would be, I, I tell you, I really hope you win, kind of, just to make this more interesting. What an unbelievable situation this would be. I dominate all the I mean, the strategy is the strategy's smart. Maybe that was his plan all along, just be a pathetic loser and then take Gary <laughs> Oh, my Ridley. God, right no, there. If he, was, was, if he was smart, he would have bet on six golfers. 
Yeah, he's right. Uh, gangster gangster and, P. And, yeah, that's yeah. what the that's where the NBA pays off right there. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that might be the play next week. We Get may need to have an emergency amendment to these rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I mean, you know, be, <laughs> can I change my pick? <laughs> yeah, maybe the weatherman the should gog a weatherman. Th- here's weather pick, but here's what I'm going with. I really like Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs> if I had money on it, that's what after I would do. Fact, I sat there. I'm going, boy, how about the best play of the year was me sitting out the bet, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best yeah. play of the year. And that was, was just me. That was yeah. being risk averse with sports gambling. And I've probably lost like $2,000 betting on sports since I said I don't want to enter my 250 or 500 on this thing. See, I think you were just doing it. To, yeah. You thought you were being nice. You're like, oh, no, I feel bad taking no. these guys' Well, first guys off, money. the weatherman inevitably was going to have a regression. I did, there, not, there, there, I did not see I did, this I, But nobody could have seen this coming. <laughs> but now he goes 5-0, and oh, and now it's like, finally. You know, it was like something was wrong the first 17 or 18 weeks. Finally. So the weatherman now on a heater, will, well, I guess we'll get his picks for, uh, and I'll post him on the fan page, but all that's going to do is lead to mockery. I mean, he's become a punchline. I mean, he was at the top of the mountain this time last year, and now he's a punchline this year. Yeah. Well, at least the fade weatherman people couldn't lose money because they didn't know the picks. They didn't know the picks. It's right. We saved them money by not having him come in. Yeah, yeah, G. Let me before you get out of here. Let me say something really quick because I'm about to make this a, a G unit uh, oh, quadruple no. a five star <laughs> multiple locks coming super lock of the of the year, and this is. Super unusual because I, I very rarely look at this, but if you go to ESPN, they have this matchup predictor, right? And they have it's like the circle, and they have what percentage of the team based on the statistics and how they did all year, you know, whatever they they how they figure that. But Philadelphia is sixty point three percent chance of winning the game, right? Mm, so mm. whenever that indicator is so far different than the public's action and the line itself which is plus two, I mean, they're dogs. The numbers, which is all ESPN is, right, that's what I would go with. I mean, I, and, and it's not like you just look at this chart and say, oh, well, it's clearly they're 60% favorites by ESPN standards. I mean, it's just so different than the public and the line. It's It's got to be off. It's got to be off. That's a five-star super lock unit pick. Oh, Philadelphia my. plus two. Wow, it just happened. It was already his luck. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just I got, just, it's just got five additional it. stars, though. Oh All right, producer Joe, happy New Year. What do you got going on tonight? you going to go to the stag bar, pink slip? What's going on? No, I'm going to go play golf this afternoon. And then uh, I believe it is a lay-low evening uh, at our home, which is relatively nice. Something tells me when uh, the significant other gets home from work, we may end up taking a little stroll to the neighborhood bar for a few drinks. But... Hopefully uh, home by six thirty seven o'clock, uh, and yeah, home by six thirty seven o'clock. Are you going yeah, to Grown's cafeteria? You know, it, <laughs> it feels very very nice. You know, as I get older, these uh, these early evenings in uh, make a world of difference. No, I don't think we're doing anything of any significance. It'll be uh, a low key. Easygoing night. Um, are you going to the stag bar? No, I, I, I'm going to dinner at Pauly Bottos, uh, which I'm looking forward to. But uh, as far as uh, any stag bar, I would I would not want to go. I don't know when the last time I've been to a strip bar is. I really don't. And it, and it was such a, a major part of my life for a number of years. I don't know if I've been. I don't know if I was at one in 17, 18, or 19. Maybe not in 16. Uh, it's just not something that I'm really 
interested. For whatever reason, it took turning 40 to realize, oh, mm. they're doing this for money. It took, first 40 years of my life, I was in the impression, oh, there really might be something doing here. And then I finally go, oh, they're doing this for money. They're not necessarily interested in the whole operation that I'm hoping for them to be interested in. So that only took 40 years. Well, that kind of hurts my feelings. I felt as though when we were in Jupiter and uh, I had asked that uh, that lady if she'd had her moles checked out. That oh, yeah, that, that wasn't was good. Yeah, any, anytime you make a carcinogen. You asked a stripper that? Yeah, he made a carcinogen reference at the bar at Rachel's, and it didn't play well. Jeez, Joe. Is that is oh, that you, when, when your butt high. started to bleed? <laughs> Oh no! She came by once. You're asking for trouble. She came by once, I believe, and asked Tim and I if we wanted to dance, and we said no, thank you, we're good. And then, not eight minutes later, she comes back by again, and at that point, I just said, no, we're not interested. But it appears you have cancer. That's terrible. That got the point across that, that we were not interested at that. Yeah, that did. Time. Theoretically, uh, if you do want to keep strippers away from you suggest they have some kind of skin cancer. What disease do you have, woman? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, it'll, and, it, and it will actually, if that's the goal, like if you're going to Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas where you cannot help but be dry humped, Against your will. Also. I've never been. You know, we're going to Vegas next week. I mean, Pete goes to Vegas every other week, it seems. But totally, I've, really, I've never been to a, a strip club in Vegas, experiment or anything like that. Really? Oh, I had I had one of the greatest nights of my life there in 2003. <laughs> but it, but it's turned into like kind of like an amusement park where everybody feels like they gotta go. Now I haven't been in like I don't even know five years or something. And there are so many women, and you go, oh, that sounds great. But you're it's a bunch of guys packed in in those strip club like foamy chairs, foamy like. You know, mm-hmm. and and they just jump on you, and they just start, you know, dry humping. What's the minimum you could get away with spending in that place? If oh, you I went, don't, I don't know. I mean, if you're not going to drink, I mean, well, you got to drink. So, okay, I mean, right. drinks are what, probably twenty bucks. Yeah, a drink. exactly. Okay, so you say you have a couple drinks, but what about? I mean, you have no choice but but to to be involved in a dance. Oh no, I get away from it. I really, I always have too. That's never been my thing, man. So I'm it's very, not that hardcore where it's, they're it's, like forcing you. No, and but but you they know. get a little pissy if you don't do it, and it's just like it's yeah. really annoying. Like if you just want to hang out. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I get it. I mean, listen, they're 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 you know, I mean, at least in my experience, there's some you know attractive. You know, this isn't just like some kind of you know some of the places you might be able to think of that wouldn't necessarily provide the most attractive situations, but they are, and they come from all over, you know, Canada, LA, whatever the they case might the be. They have the name tags that says like Canada. I mean, it's just like, cause they, they actually pay, it's like brokered radio. I think they pay the club hmm. to be able to work the floor. I believe that's the deal. And the club of course makes its margin on a, that, but certainly B being the greater one, the booze. And you know, I mean, the thing's just open nonstop. But when I went in 2003, there was a stripper. She was beautiful, and she fell in love with my female significant other, and it was just the it was the greatest thing ever. Wow! So the greatest, and and, and I'll tell you. Let me tell you what the worst part is. You want to regrets? I've had a few. She called us to come over for the Joe. The less popular one is the MFF. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> she called us. This is pretexting. To come over to our hotel, and we were in the elevator when she called, and so we didn't get the phone call, and it is one of the biggest regrets of my life. Now, there's nothing I could have done, Wow! because, I mean, what was I doing? You're in one of those Vegas hotels, and you're going up 30 floors or whatever, 
I didn't know. So how does that work out? So the, the message oh. pops up later? Is oh. that the way it was I don't So remember. you don't even it's know like that a, you get the call and the lights flashing on your phone? Oh, God. And it's probably five in the morning. And she was she was like, I mean, she was stunning. Like, if you saw her out, you'd be like, oh, my God. Well, so Much what less... would have been the, the situation there? Was she, would she have been expect? Did she just want to mess around? Or yeah. would she have been expecting with money? My, with my significant... No, 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 no. So no, this no, was no, just no, her that's, desire. That's something. I mean, listen, if people pay for sex, God bless them. I've never done that, nor would I have any interest in doing it. So she just wanted to get down. Yeah. Live a little. That is something else. Producer Joe. Joe. Once again, Mark Hanna sponsoring Joe's phone line and advocacy. You know, soliciting sex for money. You need to backtrack a little bit bit because although you haven't been to Spearmint Rhino in in five years, it's not as though any period of of absence is going to be able to make you an authority on something. Uh, no matter how long it's been since you've been there, I'm sure things are exactly the same. Oh, here we this is this Iggy. is a backdoor you know? Iggy hedonism reset. You got oh, oh, wow. it. Me and Pete yeah. knew it was going on. You don't even know what you're getting hit with. Playing the long game. Yeah, that it was way all around. around. That's all it was. I got to tell my little yeah. regret story, and Joe set up an Iggy shot right yeah. at the end. Speaking That's of I'm, Iggy, <laughs> that's all that was. It hasn't been no, replaced in a while. I just I, here's the one thing. Here's one. Here we go. I have and and maybe maybe it opens up a more universal conversation. But what is the basis for actually knowing someone? Um, because I am curious. Because you know, like he just uh, sat back like in his Kevin, chair, like fuck. Here we go. This is gonna be a while. Ke- Ke- Kevin Nealon came into studio. Uh, you were here for Kevin Nealon? Twelve or so. I thought that was fairly yeah, I was recent. Here for Kevin Nealon. Really? Nah, he came into studio 2012ish. I believe yeah. it was. Give or take. And, uh, is he in Happy Gilmore? Is he the guy with like all the makeup on in Happy Gilmore? Is that him? He's Looks like it. What's that? He's, I don't know, he's but in Happy know Gilmore. Him? He is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I saw. I was watching it last week. I'm like, I think that's Kevin Nealon. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead and attack Iggy if you like. Do we do we know Kevin Nealon? I wouldn't consider knowing him, although we spent an hour with him. I, I wouldn't consider the fact that we know him. What about if you've picked up an adult film star at an airport or at a uh, hotel and delivered her to an event? Would you consider knowing that person at that point? You're, you're, you're starting to submerge into some body of water, but I, I, I heard the question, and I would say the answer is no. If you picked up an adult film star Correct. from the uh, hotel and, they all stay in in Collinsville when they come here to strip. Would it be weird to care yeah. so much about someone saying that? Uh-oh. Br- Gangster Pete but, but showing his union is. with the pips. Here's no, it's it a is. serious question. Here's I just don't understand <laughs> why he cares so much. <laughs> the, the charity case that you have working with you each and every day, who, you know, God bless them. We all dream of being that age and uh, being infatuated with adult film stars and cashing checks, I suppose. But, well, I like adult film stars uh, and cashing checks. Yeah, but you're not in your 60s. Um, that it, when we were going over whether he called someone hot or not, he says, well, I know that. <laughs> and I believe it was it was Rose McGowan. And I'm like, you don't know her. <laughs> you don't. That's pretty good. You don't know, you don't know, you don't I can't know look her. at Rose that way. I mean, <laughs> too good I mean, it, it wouldn't be so funny <laughs> otherwise. You, you don't know her. You, you may have seen her on television, and you may have interviewed her on a cattle call that happened to come through, and you put it straight to the web, but you don't know her. And that's, that's, that's just unbelievable to me. Well, I know her. You don't know her. You don't. If you were to walk oh, my God. He say, is banty as fuck, man. Who could book better guests, Joe, back when you were producer? Oh, here we go. Well, that's I'm I'm just completely curious. Who could if, well, who could book better guests? You or Iggy? Who had more talent well, as I've far got, as getting the, I, the whale I've got in? About the last, 
got about the last six months of us working together, and uh, I can share the spreadsheet if you'd like to see it, which would indicate that he's been kind of just hanging around and cashing checks for a while for the last three or four years. Oh, you had a spreadsheet so, of, you know, of like Joe booked this guest? Yes. And it was yeah, pretty it was lopsided, you think? <laughs> it was pretty lopsided? It was after the... It was after the non left, and the non and I had a very good system of working with one another. And I would just ask Iggy to do certain things, and there was just seemed to be a reluctance to want to do anything. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm just going to track this for my own shits and giggles. And well, it is quite revealing. Uh, oh, it wasn't even an official. He, you guys didn't have to do it. This was just you. No, no, it was just yes. me because it just got frustrated. Was Iggy aware of the spreadsheet? <laughs> If he was, does he care? I mean, he, 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 he's the one who tells you I've got no work ethic. Like, it's very, very clear. Uh, he, he doesn't care. Can yes, you help me whatever. book guests for the podcast? Just kind of weaving I this in. We're starting to run out and I don't yeah, know if I, can, if I need to why, call why in some. I might, might need to do an independent contractor situation here. Why don't, why don't you and I discuss this when we're not recording a podcast? That'd probably be best for Well, you're the one who brought it up. Involved. I know. I'm not, I mean, it's just it's kind but of yeah. the way it is. It's tough to book guests every I week for a podcast. Me. Like guests that sure, I want to have on because we've set a high bar. You you have set no, a, a very high and, bar. And to do 100 and I don't even know, I guess like 115 straight weeks of it, it's tough, man. It is. And so I seriously yeah. credit Seymour uh, and Iggy for... But I don't know. I mean, it's not easy to get guy like Mazalok said he'd do it after the new year. And now he's not responding to my text. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe he's just like all out of town or something. I don't know. And, um, no, I, and Pronger and I have communicated, but I know he's out of town, but it's tough. It's just tough to have new high caliber guests every week. So I, I really don't fault, but you know, I, I think, it, I think it may bother me more. And so what, don't you produce something now? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you helped out. Uh... No, I, I I was doing some stuff with Yahoo last year during baseball. Okay, all right. But so. certain people left Yahoo, uh, and so so I cryptic. Surely have an so allegiance. cryptic. I didn't have an allegiance to working with them any longer. Got it. So all right. it was all good. All right. It was a. I was. Would you like to tack the plow hawk yeah, at all? I mean, Illinois lost the Red Box Bowl. I don't know if you wanted to say anything about that. Or if we can just go. Oh, who cares? All right. Who cares? No, I don't care right. <laughs> about that. Hey, Joe, I got my Pepper and Genie podcast shirt today. Oh, you're the one. Gangster Pete said he sold out of that size now. We only have two Pepper and Genie shirts left. How many of you sold, you think, Gangster Pete? Oh, I don't know. However many we bought. Like 36 or so. How about that, Producer Joe? 36 people wearing Iggy and the Plowhawk on their chest. No one ever will borrow. I mean, maybe we can start selling iBond shirts and see if people want to buy those. Ooh, that'd be an interesting competition. Nah, I love we're, wearing this gear. I mean, people like give you like winks and shit. Like they, like they know, but they don't want to admit they know. Right, right. It's so funny when I'm around people who have some money and they're kind of like in a certain circle and they go, hey, I, I well, you know, I love that show. But they kind of like whispered to me, like, yeah, you know, yeah. on the side, I like to suck cock. You know, it's, got, it's, got, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of what it is. It's kind of, it's kind of the way it is. Yeah. Like they're like, like, I'm bad. I'm like, what, what's so bad? I mean, fuck, what's so bad about it? Like, why are you so fucked up? That you like feel like you have a problem by admitting you listen to a radio. Like, how messed up is that? But whatever. I mean, it's fine. But that's the way people come up to me. Like, they kind of like look around and see if anybody recognizes them coming over to me. And hey, I want you to know I love this. (laughs) 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 Well, because I've heard it three hundred (laughs) times. But nobody ever goes, hey, 
Let me introduce you to my wife and my kids. <laughs> right. It's like I'm, I'm I'm Larry Flint. That's that who is, I am. That is the weird. bad guy, man. It, it's true. Joe, anybody I, else who want to attack over... passive aggressively or aggressively? Pete's had enough. No, I can, no. What I can tell you is Pete's had enough. Okay. Well, over Thanksgiving, we were out in the neighborhood on a Saturday night, and sure, was still going. Behold, I was being facetious. There was there was a guy rocking a TMA hat, and. Uh, my my buddy pointed it out to me. I said, "Huh, that does look like one of Pete's hats." So I will. I've actually seen one out in the wild. Pete's done a wonderful job with his merch. Yeah, he's come a long way from selling T-shirts at Shannon's. That actually is true. That's an accurate statement. Sure. That wasn't really a shot. I don't think it wasn't necessarily an overwhelming it was not. compliment. No, it well, it did work. But I mean, if we would have had a better no, model I mean, set up, my I, God, I don't know how many would because if that retire fifty one thing caught on like crazy. Correct. I still believe in no, the that campaign. Was, uh, that was that was something. I got the, that was the height of my drinking in St. Louis. <laughs> you would well, get lit. I could I could I could work and drink for free. I'm like, well, sure, why not? I guess. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. All right, there it is, producer Joe, Pete. Uh, anything you want to say in response and defense of your brethren? Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, there is no defending the dried apricot. Happy New Year to all of you. He does everything I ask him to, so we're good. 2020 is going to be the year of Joe and Iggy making up, I can tell. I honestly would bet against that. I'd, I'd bet a minus 1,000 and still bet it. It's just Because Joe is a controllable asset. I know, I know what he does. Yeah. Joe will not, under any circumstances, give in. He will not under any—it's just who he is. You can like it, you can dislike it, but you know what you got. You know Navy will be running the triple option. You might not like it, but when you tune in, you're going to see the triple option. It's who producer Joe is. It would you would need a situation where where Iggy like walks into and accidentally save saves Joe's life. Okay. Like they're walking All down right. the street and Joe isn't look, paying attention. He steps out and Iggy grabs the shirt and and then a bus drives by and misses it Joe's saves head. his life. And 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 Iggy says, "Man, I, I just wanted to take care of you." And then Joe says, "Would you forgive I love him, you, Iggy? I love Joe? you." <laughs> I, it would need, you need I, something uh, like that. There is zero oh probability. <laughs> All right, there it is. Another great pick. Now we got to what we needed, except we made people wait until the end to get what they wanted. Although G Unit with a, with you know, I mean G Unit, what are you against the number here on the year? Fifty four and forty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, fifty two point nine percent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm gonna be knocking on fifty five by by the end of this. Let's just hope Joe doesn't get one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be pulling for Gary Woodland now. That's what I have to do this weekend. All right, there it is. The Pick Six Podcast. Happy New Year to one and all. This has been the Pick Six Podcast on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.